Previously on Getting Dicey. We're just going to rewind a half hour or so, and there's just a silhouette of someone watching the events unfold at that church. And after a wee while, he watches you all leave. Then we fast forward half an hour and we find the Baron in the attic of this coffin maker's shop. Shut the door and let's kill him! Two that are right in front of you dash to the door. The other four just swarm the Baron. You just go limp in this vampire's arms as it just continues drinking from your neck. Can I get up and bust through the door? Slamming it open and pushing the vampire that was holding it closed five foot back. I'm desperately concerned for my friend Brian. This is not your time to go. And I use my bonus action to cast Healing Word. A bunch of grasping weeds and vines spring up around the zombies. The vampires. They're both undead, it's fine. Yeah. You wake up with the mouth of this vampire placed around your neck. Looms wrap around both you and him. Crazy, take my hand. I'm going to cast Thunderstep. You just disappear and a massive crack of thunder emanates from your spot. I'm pulling my hilt out. The moment your hand hits the hilt, there's just absolute fury coming off this blade. And it lights up the room. Its skin starts blistering and boiling. Whoa. And the one on the ground as it was standing up just crumbles to ash. This one that's been entangled, it starts smoking a little bit. I'm going to cast my first fourth level spell, Sickening Radiance. And there's just that frustration on its face as it looks towards all of you and then just runs. Almost the moment that it starts running into that sphere of green, it just catches on fire, disappears into flame and ash. You all load up onto the the carriage. Morley, you make your way past a few of these houses and the town centre starts to open up a little bit. A grotesque hand reaches up, grabs that proclamation and tears it down. And you follow that grotesque arm up to the body of a human man who stands with four guards around him and they walk off leaving you surrounded by quiet getting dicey <laughs> I I would like to look for any kind of characters on the periphery of the town square so any loners I would like to mm. Roll for loners. Give me, give me an investigation uh, check. Oh, okay. I'm a pretty good investigator, except today, where, uh, <laughs> when I've scored uh, a paltry fourteen. That's not too bad. That's not too bad. Not bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, you keep an eye out. You've just you're sort of just hanging back and um, keeping an eye out a bunch of these different stalls. Uh, and there's a um a small alleyway sort of heading north another one heading off to the northwest where the uh the man and the guards left another sort of entries down to the southwest as well and it's mainly just um families uh and, and couples sort of preparing for the festival at this point um and everything uh everything sort of seems relatively normal and you turn around to sort of look behind you um and as you do so someone just just ducks in behind uh, uh, in between a couple of the houses behind you, I'm following that uh, that ducker. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You you take a few steps um, towards uh, the, uh, towards that sort of the direction where you had been heading, um, and you're sort of pushing through. The, the, like I said, the town square has got quite a few people in it, and you're pushing through a few people to get to that um, house where you saw that person duck behind. And as you get closer, uh, you spot like. Um, just this head like looking out uh, and then quickly sort of ducking back in again as he as he sees you nearing 
I'm going to use my um, incredible gift of Thieves' Cant and sort of mutter a bit of a cryptic kind of, no, it's as good as a wink to a blade horse. Uh, <laughs> um, I and stand Reagan. But I <laughs> Could you explain that one? To me? No, that's so good. Um, yeah, you hear uh, from in front of you sort of around just like a, a little chuckle. You hear like this uh, chuckle and, and, this, um, and a man sort of steps out uh, and he's uh, kind of quite a tall guy. He looks to be about maybe six foot three. He's got really tidy brown hair and a, and a uh, tightly trimmed brown beard. Um, and he, he laughs and he says, uh, I've, got, uh, I've got not the foggiest what that meant, but uh, obviously you've found me. Oh, I think you know what it meant. I think you and I both know what that meant. <laughs> you be doing these around these parts of uh, this this shady part of town, my friend. I'll tell you and you tell me. Um, yeah. No, no, I'm, I've got to be quite serious. I'm not really... I'm not up with that lingo, I'm afraid. Uh, you may have me confused as, for, for someone else. Oh, I don't think I do. I don't think I do. I tell you what. <laughs> Why don't you and I play a little game? Do you like games? Uh, yeah. I, it's not sexual. Know. Don't worry. <laughs> no, no, of course. Uh, I, lo- I love a good game. What, do we, what, what game do you have in mind? It's called Two Truths and a Lie. Okay, let's let's play. So, you know how the game works, then? Uh, it's probably got something to do with a couple of truths and a lie. Why don't you... Oh, you're a sharp one, you are, eh? All right. <laughs> let's go. All right. Well, I'll go first, then, shall I? I, uh, I love nothing more than a cup of tea on a Sunday afternoon. Uh, I hate the sea and everything in it, and I'm looking for a runaway maiden. Um, he uh, he looks up at your hat, and he goes, I mean, you've made this quite easy for me. I'm pretty sure that, uh, I'm pretty sure that like that, you must love the ocean. So I'm going to call that one the lie. Is, this, uh, is that accurate? Yes. Yes, and you're pretty good at this game, <laughs> I see. Your turn. My, and it's my first time playing as well. Oh, this is fantastic. Oh, beginner's luck. How about that? Yes. Well, okay. Um, two truths and one lie. All right. Okay, well, uh, firstly, my name is Ernst. Um, secondly, I, uh, I, I serve a wealthy woman in this town. Um, and thirdly, I have not seen the woman you have spoken about. Hmm. You you look to me like uh, a bit of an, a man who's used to dealing with the aristocrat- aristocratic sorts. <laughs> I hadn't stumbled over my own words there. Uh, I'm going to say your name's not Ernst. You don't look like an Ernst to me. That's the lie. I got you there. My name is Ernst and it's nice to meet you. Now, what was... Oh, well, uh, fuck. <laughs> it's going horribly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you might be interested in the lie that I told by the sounds of things there. And what was your name? I'm Captain Morley. Yes, well, I've been keeping an eye on on you and your friends uh, since you ventured into Velaki. And uh, indeed, Ernst. This, this maiden you were talking about, I think, I think I might be able to help you with that. Oh, well then, I couldn't let you go unrewarded for your uh, for your troubles. And Morley kind of reaches into his coat and pulls out just one single gold piece and kind of gives him that cool handshake that I've never been able to master, <laughs> where people just pass away money like real slick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he manages to take that coin from you and without even looking at it, he just pockets it. And he says, oh, you don't need to worry about paying me. The one thing that you could do... I'll give it back then. <laughs> 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 uh, 
all I ask is maybe you meet my benefactor and um, maybe we can help each other. Your benefactor? Yes. And this is the wealthy woman you serve, is it? Uh, Lady Veshta, that's correct. Right, so the lie was that you don't know anything about the maiden. So if your name's Ernst, <laughs> serve a wealthy, a wealthy woman. They were both true. That right. You, you, you don't have any information for me, is that what I mean? No, no, no. I said I definitely have not seen your maiden. And that was the lie, because I definitely I've have. Misunderstood. There we go. <laughs> All right. You've... I thought you were good at this game, uh, Molly. Is this the first time you've I played? I let you win. I let you win. I'm playing a bit silly. <laughs> you know, just to make you feel good about yourself. I know what's going on here. I know what's going on here. What I'm trying to say is I may have some information for you if you are happy to meet up with my benefactor. This is like as good as we negotiated our deal with... um, (laughs) (laughs) Only too happy to take a meeting. (laughs) What did you say her name was? My my name or her name, sorry? Her name. Ernst. I know your name's Ernst. Yes. Uh, Lady Vesta. Lady Vesta. She Mm -hmm. sounds... Very rich and very knowledgeable. Uh, well, she definitely strives to be. And now, what I, uh, where are your friends? Strange to oh, see you here by Oh, I like to duck away every now and then to see what I can find. You understand, Ernst. No, I, I absolutely understand. But uh, I believe Lady Vesta would like to meet with all of you. Well, I'm sure that can be arranged. Uh, let's, shall we bounce over to the church for a moment? Um... Let's see what's happening uh, at the church. Do we want? Uh, oh, we can just keep this map up for this. For this. Um, so yeah, the the carriage with American um, uh, Milovich, uh, the Baron, Loris, and Bill all arrives outside this church. Now, uh, Baron, you're the one holding the sack of bones, I believe. Okay. All right. So. With the bone. <laughs> um, so yeah, American, you bring the the horse and carriage uh, to a stop outside the church. The father's going to be very pleased. I hope he'll stop swearing and dancing around like a fool in front of his <clears throat> congregation. Uh, yeah, yeah. Milovich uh, gets out of the the cart and sort of um, opens the door for the for the crew uh, inside the carriage. Um, and he says, "Well, he seems to have calmed down, uh, and you can't really hear anything uh, in the background at this point." I was quite shocked when he's all the, right. he was dropping the f bomb, and I was like. Father, no. <laughs> couldn't believe it. <laughs> Foul mouth. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Let's go find him. Uh, yep, it's going to be like Christmas for old Father. Um, <laughs> father Lucian. No, I wouldn't Donna because they're the other father. Is, is Shannon breaking up for anyone else or is that just me? Uh, yeah, I'm you're breaking, breaking up. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. You'd, Bad internet for the tonight or something. But anyway, uh, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, Milovich uh, runs, sort of, well, runs. He would never run. He walks to the door uh, of the church and opens it up, and you can just hear Lucian sort of shouting out, oh, Where have you been, Milovich? Uh, and Milovich uh, just walks into the door, uh, into the church. Um, and quickly, after just a, a couple of beats, um, Lucian just comes storming out towards towards the um, the carriage. And I realized I almost put on Davian's voice there. That's totally not Lucian's voice. Um, and Lucian's like, you've got him. You've got the, uh, you've found them. Is that correct? Have a look at this bag. Father. <laughs> um, 
and he he walks up to you, uh, uh, Baron, and takes a look into the into the bag and sees this pile of bones. Um, and pretty old. And he just brings one hand up to his mouth uh, and sort of gasps. Um, oh, please, may, may I have them? Yep. You can fill your boots. <laughs> <laughs> Where should we put them? <clears throat> um, uh, I need to. I need to place them back into the crypt, and 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 uh, I need to consecrate them to make sure that the church is okay. Okay, let's go. Um, yeah, and he he grabs the the sack of bones from you and and just storms back um, into the church at quite a pace. Um, are you all following? I'm gonna him? follow him. Okay. Go, By the way, Irina didn't take them, so. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Actually, <laughs> we uncovered a little bit of a plot, so <clears throat> it wasn't Irina. Just want to clear that up. Yeah, I think I think Milovic ended up um, admitting it to Father Lucian um, before you guys headed off to the, oh, the coffin. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think, but yeah, you you but, will make, um, get into the church, and um, he's quickly ducked in behind the the pew at the end of the church where the floorboards had been pulled up, um, and he's he's just sort of quickly just lowering himself down into what you can now see as a small dark crypt underneath the how's he lowering himself as in like do you want me to i would get up behind here and act it out if you like, like he just with his arms <clears throat> he, he just he, he's uh, he on, on the ground and he yeah. wiggles his back half over the hole and lowers yeah. himself down into it oh so wow. i was imagining it's like another story below there or something is it not that deep yeah it's not it's not like 10 feet down or anything like that. It just seems to be a small crypt underneath the floorboards. Okay. Yeah. Just like where you would murder someone and stick them <laughs> under your floorboards. Something like that. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> but it seems to be more of a crypt than just a murder basement. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, and uh, Milovic um, sort of calls down, to, calls down to him and he says, uh, do you need anything from me for this, uh, Lucien? Um no, no, no. I will need ten minutes to, to cast uh, the consecration spell to ensure everything is okay. Um, and so, and you can sort of look down into it, and he's hunched over these bones that he's placed uh, in a very specific um, formation. And he's now just bent over these bones, just uh, reciting these words and sprinkling some sort of powders and stuff around and over it. Um, Shannon, you you recognize what he's doing as a um, as a hello spell. So it looks like he's casting hello. <laughs> hello, hello. Is it hello? I think it's hello. Um, in hello. in an effort to sort of consecrate these bones to secure them underneath this this church. Oh, that looks like a hello spell. <laughs> what does that do? Um, you may need to uh, let's have a look. You just have a look. What you're. Uh, I- all Hallows Eve or something. Uh, let's have a quick look. Um, you know that it's basically, uh, the Baron knows that it's a, effectively a spell that infuses holy power um, unto something. Um, okay. That's that's all you're really aware of at this point. Um, and yeah, I so... I would have had a holy power in already, but I guess not. <laughs> He's like powering out. I thought these bones were amazing. Well, wow, I mean, <laughs> I don't know if you uh, Is there a question in that or are you? Yeah, well, I'm interested in all, you know, bone related spells. I'm just whispering <laughs> down the hole watching Father 
fuck knows. Uh, what is? Uh, what are you doing there? Uh, and he's he's ignoring you because he, he's just oh. concentrating on this this spell at this point in time. Um, but Milovich next to you um, just sort of looks at you and, and shrugs. Uh, the, I've never seen I've never seen him do anything like this before. Yeah. Um, right. Is there anything else you guys wanting to do at the uh, the church at this time? I want to ask. Um, do you think we should ask him about this Vasili? Do you think he'll know? That's a good idea. Yeah. I'll wait until he's done his little hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm also going to try and get a, lo- a short rest during oh, yeah. this time, just by walking around and. Yeah, yeah. How long is this short rest? Is that like an hour or? Yeah, Yeah, it's a minimum of an hour. That's a long time. So by the time you guys have gotten to this church, it's about four o'clock in the afternoon. So So, what are are people's thoughts on taking a a short rest while you're while you're here? Yeah, I mean we're not doing anything. We're not doing anything strenuous, right? We're just like kind of waiting around and. I'm not (laughs) (laughs) milling about. I say we should be investigating, but maybe we, we should wait here. We could wait for Morley to come back, hopefully with a lead, and have a rest while we wait. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I just need to get a um, else back, which I do if I have a short rest. Otherwise, um, my um, trace is going to go nuts at midnight, basically. <laughs> <laughs> What's going to happen at midnight? If I don't read reassert the uh, animate dead spell ah. she will become evil <laughs> and um, not follow any commands yeah, right okay people. Yeah, that could be slightly disturbing if we're in a church I'd, I'd hate to have smash Tracy yeah, just yeah well, no she's in the I haven't brought her in with oh us. yeah but if she's, she's evil the, she um, might come carriage. into the if, she, if you lose control of her she might come into the church and yeah. maybe harass some people we don't want that yeah, it would be a bad yeah, yeah, yes. That would not be pretty. All right. Well, let's let's um, kill some time by going back to Morley. Um, Morley, your time. With... <laughs> Look on his face. Let's kill <laughs> some. Let's time. waste some time by going <laughs> to see what Morley's up to. Go, go talk to Morley, who's actually doing anything while these guys faff around in the church waiting for him. I'm just making shadow puppets on the wall. For 25 minutes. <laughs> That one's a giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> um, your time with Ernst, he's he's basically pointed out for you where um, Lady Vesta's house is, um, which seems to be, if you follow the path northwest of here, uh, north through the intersection, the big house uh, on the right will be the one you're looking for. Um, I'm just going to ping that on the map for people. Oh. Um, and big so, he's, what's that? It's big orange roof. Yep, yeah, it's uh, big orange roof. Okay. Yeah. Um, and he's he's sort of let you know um, if you could please uh, try and get there before six. Uh, I'm sure Lady Vesta would love to uh, meet you all uh, and help however she can. I'm terribly sorry. I'm I've forgotten your name, Ernst. <laughs> Ernst. Ernst. Yep. <laughs> Hello, my friend. I two lies on two trees. We'll call it a date. Now, do we want to get there before six with enough time to be gone by six? Or is it <laughs> we can get there at six and it'll take as long as it takes? 
Yeah, the latter. If you could be there sometime right. before six, and then right oh. as as long as we can hold your uh, audience would be fantastic. Oh, it would be an honor, and uh, I thank you again for uh, agreeing to see us. I'll see you not not a moment before six. No, before I'll definitely see you before six. Any any time before six would be, would be fine. I'm trying to I'm trying to sound like cold and slick and it's going so wrong. <laughs> I mean, Ernst is just like taking a couple of steps backwards and he's like, "Well, I'll see you then, six o'clock." Been, I've, I've seen some things, my boy. Uh, it, may, it may seem a little fried at times, but uh, some <laughs> things. I'll catch you later on. And then Molly's gone in the blink of an eye. Yeah, yeah. Ernst too, just gives you a nod. <laughs> um, and he turns to the <laughs> east and, and <laughs> turns to the east and just walks. Uh, no longer trying to hide himself, just walks off. <laughs> what an encounter! What well, one for the record books. <laughs> um. <laughs> um, so what from him, Morley? Uh, Morley is going to uh, just try and kind of make his way back to the church, but I'm also going to grab, if I can, um, quite subtly, one of the posters for the festival tomorrow to have on my person. Yeah, I might need a... Um, a uh, are you going to try and take this discreetly or are you just taking it? Oh, very discreetly. Yeah, give me a sleight of hand. You asked for it. <laughs> <laughs> Seventeen, all up. Nice. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, you, you managed to sort of find one off to the side, and you put your um, body sort of against it, look around, and just slowly roll it from the bottom up into a small tube and pocket that inside your your jacket pocket. Nice and smooth. No one noticed a thing. All right. Please add that to your inventory, please. Um, <laughs> Uh, and are you just going to make your way back to the church from here, or is there more that you'd like to do in the town square? Uh, no, just make my way back to church, but I'd like to keep an eye out for any kind of disturbance or anything that looks out of the ordinary to me. And by out of the ordinary, I mean anyone that it looks to be either anti-festival or anti-establishment. Yeah, I, well, that was the, that's the weird thing. Your entire walk back, no one really looks happy, except for when guards are nearby. Um, and they... It looks like putting up these decorations and all of this preparation is more of a thing that they're all resigned that they have to do, more so than something that anyone is overly excited about doing. You're still seeing some people uh, removing some of the decorations from from the um, Wolf's Head Jamboree as well, uh, just quickly replacing their decorations with this different decoration, almost like it's something that they're used to just doing often. Mm, no one in a, a Slayer singlet with a pink mohawk then. Okay, got it. <laughs> no, no, there's there's really nobody who seems to want to stand out uh, in in Vallaki. Got it. I'm guessing the ones who stood out are the ones in stocks with horse heads on, and they're probably regretting it. Possibly, possibly. Um, all right, and, and Morley, um, after a bit of a wander through the city, you do make your way back to the church, um, and you enter the church to see. Uh, Father Lucian has now finished the the uh, spell that he was trying to was casting onto these bones, um, and he's sort of ordered um, Milovich to repair the damage that he's done with his shovel. Um, so, like, so he's Milovich is out 
trying to source some wood at this point in time. Um, what's going on in the church, guys? Who, uh, American? What's happening in the church? Um, now that the father's done with a spell, I'm going to go up to him and just ask, um, do you know of a man named Vasily? Uh, Vasily, do you, uh, it rings a bell. Do you have a surname? No, we probably should have gotten one. <laughs> The name does ring a bell, though. Uh, although I'm not 100% sure, I don't think he attends uh, his church. Hmm. All I know of him is that he's a nobleman. That sounded like there was more to come. Was there more to come, or is that all you know? There's no more to come. <laughs> um, let's see if I can get some more information about uh, Vasily. Um, he's but connected yeah. to, uh, like vampires and stuff um are you saying that to somebody yeah do we want to well, tell the father all about the vampires I'll whisper I suppose it wouldn't be. should we tell him <laughs> he seems pretty he, honestly he seems like a very high strung individual and I don't know if this will be good for him well he might have chilled out a bit since we gave him <laughs> the bones <laughs> and he owes us one he's not going to hand us into the whatever the crazy burger master is right Yes, and, he, and I'm sure he would be keen to help in any way. Mm. Okay, so we'll yeah. tell him We'll tell him all we know about the connection to the vampires. And tell him about Vaseline. Tell him about Vaseline <laughs> and how there were zombies at the common maker's shop. <laughs> <laughs> no respect. Stop. No respect for the storytelling. <laughs> None. No. I'm kidding. We'll tell him there were vampires and they were scary. Um. Oh. So there were vampires. Oh, no, no, no. With her. No wonder they wanted the bones gone. Without the bones here, they would have they would have been able to get inside and destroy this place. Why uh, Why might they want to destroy this, this place specifically, Father? This is one of the fewest, uh, one of the fewer places in all of uh, Barovia, which is safe from Strahd. With, uh, without those bones here, uh, he could have torn this place down to really make uh, uh, really sh stick it to the man I guess they might say <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine if you're uh, used to having being able to go anywhere and do anything uh, perhaps places like this are a, a real thorn in your side indeed uh, uh, you're destined to bring morale down if uh, a place like this Wonderful church was to cease to exist. We um we had a run-in with Strata this morning, and he said that um he couldn't see Irina previously, but all of a sudden he could, and he and knew then, where she was, but he wouldn't tell us. So it must have been because these bones disappeared. Um, and there's just like a, a massive sigh of relief. Ah, oh, ah, oh, this if that doesn't prove the bone, the bones can do what they had been claimed to do, that I don't know what else could. Oh, this is amazing. The bones are real. The bones are real. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So you don't know anything other about this Vasily, no rumors, nothing other than you've heard of him? Uh, the name, the name rings, Vasily rings a bell, but like I said, he, he is not part of this congregation. Uh, I don't believe I've met him. It's just a name I have heard in passing. Do you um, have any any of your flock who are particularly well-connected that perhaps may know if we give them a name? 
You're probably better off uh, checking at the tavern. Uh, the Blue Water Inn might have someone that has more information. Okay, thanks. Do not let this Vasily ves in here because he has got something to do with Stride. I'm going to produce the um, sack of money and reach in and pull out a coin and surreptitiously show him the picture of Strad on one side. Um, he paid this kind of coin. Uh, and Lucien hurriedly sort of covers the coin and, get, and tries to put it back into the small bag. Um, he says, oh, it's good to know, uh, Vasily. I, I will, I promise I will keep an ear out for the name. And if anything comes up, I shall let you know. Um, Morley, you've, you've come in to sort of see everyone sort of talking with Lucien at this point. Um, what are you up to now that you're, uh, you're at the church? Uh, you've, uh, you've restored the bones to the right of her home, then. Yeah, and you've you sort of noticed, even walking into this church now, the difference between just in feel from um, when you were in here earlier and, and how it's feeling now. There's just something mm. just something to the air, just an aura about... The air con. <laughs> you know, it might sound silly, but uh, I can sense it. I can sense it. I, uh, Baron, can I have a word with you, please? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I've made a I've made a contact. I'm very lucky. Uh, I can't say too much, but uh, I met a man in an alleyway, <laughs> <laughs> and I greased the palm or two, and uh, <laughs> say that uh, tonight we've got an appointment with a woman I'll only refer to as Lady V. He's just like, do you want in? Lady V's been watching us, Baron. What was that? Lady V's been watching us. She's a rich noble, so she'll know the goings on of this town better than most. She's been tracking us. She's been watching us ever since we came to town. Bill, are you listening to this? Bill, Bill, get over here. Everybody. Oh, we're all right, then, everybody. Everybody, uh, we're going to see Lady V tonight. It's an orange roof. And uh, we're going to be there after six. No, sorry, before six. Before six. Be right before six. What's what does your What does your gut say, Molly? Does, do you think she. Do you think this man whose palm you greased can be trusted? I do, Bill. I do, Bill. We only met but briefly, but uh, he, was, uh, he was a good egg. Well, uh, it seems like our only solid lead at the moment, so I, I'm at... Sorry, I should have led with this. He mentioned that he may have an insight. <laughs> I'm, assuming, I'm assuming we got all the information you hear about. Well, as long as the I, V doesn't stand for vampire. <laughs> oh. No, I heard the name. doesn't stand for vampire. It's something it's like Vashin or Va Vasi. Not fully. Mm. No. <laughs> You know what? I was still remembering Ernst's name, my new friend. But, uh, I was actually keeping an ear out for the lady of the house's name. But uh, we'll just call her Lady V. She'll eventually correct us and it'll be fine. I'm yeah. going to walk over and just be like, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> hey, Laura, what are these guys? Loris has been basically <laughs> crashed in in the um like um well, not quite comatose but basically just laid out on the, on one of the pews after the haste spell expired and he's been sort come of recovering down. from this massive come down. <laughs> he's just like, oh what? Hey, what's going on? <laughs> we found somebody. <laughs> mm. 
So I have no idea. I'm just like, oh. <laughs> We've all collectively got a date. Oh, cool. So oh. where's the house? It's, yeah, uh, do, you, do you remember where the house is? Oh, yes, I do. It's to the east, then uh, up passage north, and big house with a big orange roof. You can't miss it. All cool. Right. And we've got to be there before. I really can't stress this enough. To be there before six o'clock. How how much before? Is this kind of like? A, is this one of those things where we have to be there, and then the audience is, has to happen before the bell strikes six? Or no, no, no. It's roll up before six, and then it'll take as long as it takes. Ah, good. That's my favorite kind. All right. It's it. <laughs> Will there be food? I'm hungry. I hope so. Oh, certainly. Loris, but I wouldn't say that's the express purpose of our visit. Would you? <laughs> no. You give, you give it up for free. I think, I think you just, like, you hear Loris's stomach just, like, return the response. <laughs> <laughs> we should have time for a short rest before that, then. Yeah. What is yeah. the time? Um, it was four-ish, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, you've sort of come. It's been another half hour uh, for it to get, uh, for Morley to sort of make his way back in so you're about 4 30 at this point you got an hour and a half to uh kill before needing to be anywhere but he also said you could show up early so anytime anytime before six i believe he said we could show up early and have like a check before dinner that'd be nice i'm gonna start rolling that dice Make sure you're there before six, and then some pricks rolling up at one p.m. Doing <laughs> so, it's four thirty, man. We got heaps of time. We should, we should um, go as soon as we've finished our rest. <laughs> and also, I know you thought he seemed trustworthy, but we should be on our guard. Wise words, American. I agree. But uh, first read, good egg. But let's proceed with caution. Cool. Okay, great. If um, you want, um, oh, sorry, Dan, late, uh, Loris. Yeah. Question again about the sorry DM about the if we take a short rest now obviously we get the hit dice for hit points blah blah how does that affect maximum hit points that I lost in that last battle does that recover after a long rest short rest what's the deal with that uh, after a short rest you will still have that deficit okay that's cool yeah so Sweet that won't what, yeah. that won't come back until um, you have a long rest okay that's fine yes well no. Make sure so I that's yeah. So that's the same to. for the Baron as well, who had his reduced as well. All right, cool. I will roll. If we're having a short rest, I'll take I'll roll two of those. You better not be a fucking vampire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, vampires are nasty. One. We are, well, we should keep an eye out while we're back on the streets. Oh, cool. We should all roll perception to see if we spot anything lurking in the shadows because we know one escaped, which is quite terrifying. Who knows what havoc it could be wreaking on the townspeople? That is true. We should all be keeping an eye out for a potential escapee. Mm. I agree. It sets right. me very ill at ease that we let a vampire spawn get away. We didn't exactly let him get away. It well, ran before we had a chance yeah. to get anywhere, and then we kind of exploded the rest of them. I mean, that is splitting hairs, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just don't like the, 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 the suggestion that we let him get away. I, don't I like the idea away. that Loris is like, we did not get him get away. He got away, but we did not let, let him. him. <laughs> I did not consent to him leaving, but he yeah. did get away. I'm pleased to understand, Rick. That is exactly how it goes. <laughs> he even said, come back here. <laughs> <laughs> it's on him at the end of the day. It's on him. It's on that vampire. <laughs> he didn't listen. He was unruly. But we would have stopped him if he'd... Yeah. Some stern words with them next time you I'm see it. I'm pleased that it's been clarified. Mm. 
Okay, good. All right, should we <laughs> should we wait around for a bit and maybe rock up? You know, quarter two, not to be too rude, so we're not too early. Yeah. I think okay. we're, we've all overthought this. So. <laughs> okay. Well, what we can we can do is um, we can sort of uh, let some time disappear as you guys short rest. Um, and are you guys making your way via carriage again, or just walking? It seems only fair that we arrive in carriage, right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's an estate. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what is it like a five minute walk? Um, it's, it's a it's a bit of a walk. Uh, let's take a quick. Do we? Dead bodies in there, so I'd rather <laughs> bring that, them that. with us. It's about it's about a kilometre. Morley, are we are we supposed to be discreet about our appearance there, or he didn't say? I think you know we don't want to roll up blowing trumpets or anything, but I think if we just kind of shuffle on over there, knock on the door, and state our purpose, that's uh, sufficient. We don't have to keep right. it a secret though. Bill. We're guests. We've been invited okay. in. Just good to know, I was going to blow my trumpet on the way over there. <laughs> <laughs> You're a musical man. Uh, we like a mariachi band or something. Well, you can see it's for the festival of the, the Blazons. You're just getting your horn warmed up for tomorrow's big festival. Uh, great. So, horn. Um, so, yeah, let's get, a, let's get a, uh, a perception roll from everybody for your journey towards uh, Lady Vesta's house. Okay. Don't forget um, to call your modifiers and such. Oh, yeah. All right. I've got a plus zero. <laughs> I've got I a three 13. plus three. You've got a wow. six. Nice. Got a 14 plus six for 20. Well, Morris yeah. is still a bit tired and not really paying much attention to what's around him right now. I rolled a 17 plus four. Okay, nice. perfect. Um, on your way, so it, was I right that you guys are taking the carriage? Sure. Okay, if it's cool. got mm-hmm. the bodies in it, let's keep it with us. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Um, so you'll head off, um, and it's it's pretty uneventful. There's still just more of the same people getting ready. Uh, well, it's, maybe there's a fewer people on the streets at this point in time, um, and everything seems to be ready for this big festival tomorrow. You do notice as you make your way past the Blue Water Inn that it seems to be really humming in there, like a lot of people in there. Um, and it looks like they're all drinking. It looks like there's plenty of wine to be had being passed Yay. around within the Blue Water Inn. Um, American, you notice someone in the window who is just surrounded by people and he's wearing really brightly garish clothing and this like this elegantly orange like uh, top hat. He looks very, very flamboyant and he seems to have the entire table um, just listening and laughing at whatever it is that he's he's saying um but there seems to be definitely a lot of uh upbeat atmosphere inside the the blue water and at this point um you should stop by later perfect i mean actually no i don't say that i'm thinking about irena's safety and only (laughs) irena's safety (laughs) Uh, and and uh bill that's also something that you notice as well there's um two people in there that just don't seem to be as interested they look very similar they look very similar uh very similar faces and they are just sort of staunchly just drinking and they've got you notice the the amount of um glasses and stuff on their table and they're just quietly sort of drinking together while this ruckus is happening behind them um do they um sorry do, do i recognize any of them no, these aren't any faces that you've really seen 
uh, a lot of the, the both the two guys and the the very festive looking man uh, neither of which you, either of you have seen before um, are the two dressed in the similar regalia no no it's really just that they physically look very similar oh yeah 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 um let's uh okay cool um, and you make your way north, uh, sort of heading away from the town center as, as well. Um, and right, Morley, you're, you're looking out for this house. So you were told, you know, big house, orange roof. And you see uh, on the right, um, maybe uh, 100 feet up this, this sort of pathway, or this road, um, you just see a massive house, orange roof. But man, it is, it is not in a good state. This house, <laughs> this house seems disgusted with itself. A slouching roof hangs heavy over furrowed gables and moss-covered walls sag and bulge under the weight of the vegetation. As you study the house's sullen countenance, you hear the edifice actually groan. Only then do you realize the extent to which the house hates what it has become. Oh, no. There she blows. Yeah. I thought you said she was, like, well off or something. Well, you don't get rich by spending a lot of money, Laura Sibnus. <laughs> I've heard that before. What an edifice. I've never seen one like this before. It seems Not disgusted with itself. I'll grant you that. Uh, it does look like a bit of a, an earthquake. Has it I'd be yellow stickering this one? If I was. <laughs> Are we going to be safe inside, or, or should we just meet outside? I mean, oh, we can go, go in. <laughs> it would be rude not to go in. I think it would make Sorry. a poor impression to be like, I don't actually, want to come in. Yeah, I'm kind of okay with that, but your house is actually disgusting me. Yeah. Yeah. Your house has low self-esteem and I will not be entering. Where is it on the map? Uh, well, I've just, middle, I've just sort of moved, moved you off that map now, so... Uh, it was. I do you want to go back and have a look at it. No, it's, no, just <laughs> in the middle of town. Or oh no, it was sort of oh, heading towards the northern gate, sort of um, away from the main sort of, uh, central city. Yeah, just up from the town centre. Yeah, um, it doesn't look any better off than many of the other houses around either, but it's definitely bigger. Um, but it used to be fancy, by the looks of it. Yeah, yeah, it's a decent sized home. Like it's a two story home. Old mansion. Yeah. It looks pretty good pretty bones. big. Mm-hmm. The door up. Oh, good bones. <laughs> um, right, yeah, we so... Go, we go in. <laughs> <laughs> we? Are we going to talk the about door. the facade all day, but can we actually go inside? Would you like to knock Molly? I'm afraid I'll knock the door down. <laughs> Humble brag. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm sure I can uh, keep keep it within myself not to bash the door off its hinges. Well, you did kick the last door down, so, you know. Yes, quite deliberately so. Uh, I'm going to wrap <laughs> on the... <laughs> yeah, there's like... Metallic sandwich. There's like a, a small <laughs> window. There's like a small window at sort of eye height, um, which is sort of closed off, and it just opens up quickly, and you see a couple of eyes, um, and before it quickly shuts. And you hear some some talking um from behind the door, just some murmuring between people. Um, and the door opens and Ernst is standing uh, in the doorway with a, a, a servant sort of disappearing off into the house behind him. And he looks he looks at his timepiece and he says, oh, a little early. This is fantastic. I'm glad you were glad Sorry, you made it. I knew I shouldn't. No, 
you're right. You're exactly right. We shouldn't have turned up at this ridiculously early time. Bill, I told you. Can you give us to us? And he says, please, please, just uh, why don't you why don't you come come with me? All of you. Nice to see you all made it. Ernst, everybody, everybody, Ernst, my new friend in Velaki. Uh, well, Ernst. Hi. Hey, Ernst, how's it going? <laughs> uh, I just need to open up some of the store so you can actually see some stuff. Uh, love, what yeah. you, love what you've done with the place, Ernst. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and the night is over. We've been kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, it's, it's what you say when you go into people's houses. I lo- love what you're done with the place. <laughs> it's an obvious shithole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like it is clearly uh, not in a good state. Um, well, done with the shithole. <laughs> uh, look, just because I wouldn't live here doesn't mean that they aren't proud of what they've done with the place. Morris is going to get us on his bad side immediately. <laughs> just because just I to be clear, I wouldn't live here. <laughs> <laughs> He's, it's too good for the mountain dwelling who who likes to rub <laughs> shit on himself. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not saying it's a bad place. I'm just saying I wouldn't live here. <laughs> not my choice. It's not smelly enough. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ernst, Ernst takes... Meant to be shown? What's that? Sorry. Sorry. Is the map meant to be shown? It's just a big black square for me at the moment. Can you? Sc- are you able to scroll down? Are we going to have scroll this? Down. Are we going to... Scroll down to the bottom is where the house is. All four corners, it's still completely... Um, what's happening with yeah. your... And I don't think we it's can kind of sleep our tokens, bottom. Reagan. Oh, here we go. How about now? Hey. Oh. Can anyone else, has everyone else got vision there? Yep. Yep. Okay, perfect. Um, so Ernst sort of walks into the house uh, and sort of beckons for you to follow him, him through, um, opens up a door off to the left uh, and steps through now. Um, Mooley, he's kind of, you, you were at the front there, so he's expecting you to sort of be at the front of this uh, group. And you see as you walk through just this wooden staircase, in front of you, leading up to this balcony, and at the foot of these stairs is just a landing with three stained glass doors in wooden frames. So it's almost like a, a small little foyer that um, y- you've been taken through. Uh, let's just remove uh, that door so you can all see. Um, and he he enters and sort of um, stands tall in front of a woman who's, who's seated uh, in a rather... Uh, torn leather couching. Uh, Lady Vesta, the, uh, it is Morley, uh, Captain Morley, I believe, and his crew, uh, as you, as you wish. Uh, and he just sort of gestures for you to, to sit. And um, we're not his crew, by the way. Just, just clearing that up straight away. <laughs> not his crew. <laughs> um, Morley, you can see three elegant were elegant. They're, they're, they're quite uh, torn, but in comparison to the rest of how the house looked on the outside, you could sort of claim these are elegant by Barovian standards. And they're surrounding this small oval table made from black glass. Uh, all are set in front of this blazing hearth, above which hangs the portrait of a smirking nobleman sporting a broken nose and a tangle of hair graying at the temples. And there are several smaller portraits hung on that wall um as well one of which looks exactly like the woman that is seated in front of you and uh she looks at you all and says uh please please take a seat where you can is is there actually food on the table there uh not at this point no 
Okay, fine. Um, Loris is just going to plant himself in there okay. and just kind of just going to lay back and, and enjoy the fire. Yeah, Loris, you sort of just like stomp your way over to to that area and just like like plant yourself down in one of the like I own the place yeah two (laughs) sort of only places to be sat in um, other than maybe around that dining room uh, table Um, did you say the picture of the dude with the broken nose was above the fireplace yes that's right so I'm just lie back looking back and going oh I'd hate to see the other guy and then kind of just lay back quite relaxed (laughs) okay um (laughs) The uncle at a wedding who's at it. <laughs> 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 I mean, uh, started drinking yet. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, what's Molly doing? You must be Lady V. Uh, please, please call me Fiona. Please. Fiona, lovely to meet you. I'm Captain Morley Van Morgan. That's very nice to meet you, Captain Morgan. Uh, is it Morley or should I, or Captain Van Morgan? Please call me Morley, and I'll call you Fiona. Perfect, that's uh, great. Loris and over here making inappropriate remarks. This is <laughs> Baron, our uh, our resident brain box. Uh, this is Mirakin. Mirakin controls the weather. And <laughs> the old um, Jam, yeah, Fiona uh, looks over to you and just sort of like uh, Bill, and just takes you all in. Just like looks you from from head to toe, and then back. Back to you to lock eyes with you. Oh, he is a nice looking man, isn't he? <laughs> He's all right. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you for uh, coming over. How much time do you do you all have? Uh, my servants shall be serving up dinner soon. Are you here to stay? I look over at Lawrence. Just <laughs> <laughs> I'm here as long as we're welcome. That's a mine. <laughs> Great, great. Ernst, can you please tell them to ensure there's enough for everyone tonight? Um, and Ernst looks to her and says, Well, yes, ma'am, I'm sure we can de- de- uh, make that uh, happen. And quickly just uh, sort of walks off to the east and out of the room. Can, now, now that... Oh. oh, no, please go. Now that um, we're in her presence, am I able to do an insight check? Because I'm finding this a little bit interesting. Uh, yeah, by, by all means. What are you trying to get insight of? Um, I just want to see what, what, if she seems to have any kind of suspicious look in her eyes, like she's planning anything or like just any kind of, yeah, I mean, give us an insight like reading too. her posture and seeing like what might Rubbing be playing her on her mind. Get... If she's glancing at a, a lever that's going to drop us into a pit full of spikes. <laughs> Charming. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, so you've you've rolled well, 19 plus 3, so total 22. Um, What we can do is we can use this roll as a a base for basically your suspicion throughout this conversation, if that that works. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. Um, And and Fiona, having sort of been introduced to all of you, well, it is very nice to make all of your acquaintances. Uh, And she does seem sincere when she says that, American. Shannon. A little while earlier, I would have um, he would have heard me calling out, "Hey, um, which door did you go through?" Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you all seem to rush off. Um, Brian, where are the hat, Brian? Let's Brian, just, let's just put you into oh. the room. <laughs> oh, this one, here we are. Yeah. Brian oh. stumbles into the room. Oh, right. 
I thought I removed the door frame, but I may have not. I was hoping I did. You should have been able to see that. Don't know what happened there. I was still in the foyer. Oh, the foyer. Uh, cool. Um, so yeah, she's, she's glad to have made your acquaintance and she says, look, let's cut to the chase. Um, you're, you're missing someone, a fair maiden. Is that correct? That's right, and we need any and all information you can give us. I think we can help you with that. Um, I think I'm, we might find ourselves uh, maybe requiring each other on this. Um, Ernst, Ernst did see someone um, dragging off your fair maiden this morning. <gasps> dragging off? He never told me that in the alley! Uh, I did tell him not to give you any information until you were here. I'm very sorry for that, but I just wanted to make sure you were here in front of me to ensure uh, you got the information correctly. Right, um, and any more than that? Do you know who, who was dragging her off? Did he look vampiric? Oh, oh, we know exactly who dragged your dear friend off. He's one of the Burgermaster's... Um, Basically, his right-hand man. And I, it's quite ironic I use the term right-hand man because his right hand, nay, his entire right arm, are quite monstrous. And a... That's the poster! Molly, like, leaps up. That's the man putting up the posters in the town square. We saw him earlier. I think only Molly saw him. (laughs) I saw him earlier, is what I meant. I saw him before. When I say we, I mean Ernst and I. (laughs) Um, I'd love to say that your friend was having uh, no possible chance of harm uh, but that Isaac is a disgusting horrible psychopath that uh, well something needs to happen to Isaac where can we we find this Isaac we must go (laughs) at once surely where does Isaac stay can we eat first (laughs) no greedy pig (laughs) Can I get it to go? <laughs> Wait, before we leap into action, we need more information. What would the Burgermaster want with Irina? Yes, I'm not. So, I don't even know if the Burgermaster has any idea that Isaac is up to his old shenanigans again. Oh, oh he's a serial grabber, is he? That boy has not been right ever since, uh, well, from a very young age. What happened to that gross arm of his? Yes, I'm, I'm not 100% sure on how he attained such a thing, but I do know how he lost his original arm. Uh, him, his sister, and his uh, uncle were out uh, hunting boar, I think it was, when he was just a young lad, and uh, they were attacked by wolves. Um, his daughter, his, his, sorry, his sister, never seen again. And the young boy, Isaac, lost his arm to those hungry wolves. A wolf attack, sadly all too common in these mm. parts. If it wasn't for his uncle, uh, and curse that man, uh, Isaac probably wouldn't have been around to, to steal your dear friend. Do you know where he might have taken her? Uh, well, yes. Uh, Ernst, uh, obviously the, the, the good, good man that he is, followed uh, Isaac back to the Burgermaster's mansion, where, where Isaac lives. Right. Lady Bester, I can't thank you enough for this information. And what is it you require from us? You mentioned a a mutual dependency here. What do you need from us? 
You ask that, and as you ask that, uh, three or four of these servants come in with plates and food and start setting the table and getting it ready for, for a meal. Um, and she says, oh, business can wait. Why don't we enjoy uh, a meal and we can get to know each other a little bit more? Uh, and, and, and by the time we're done, I'm sure we will uh, have each other's interests in mind moving forward. Pardon our, pardon my um, haste, my lady. But if what you say about this this Isaac is true, then our friend is in danger, and we need to go as quickly as we can. Um, American, you're the only one that really. American, you're the only one that really picks up on this, but you just you just pick up on like this minute uh, um, expression on her, like a micro expression of anger on her face, just for for a moment. And, and she says, quite tersely, your friend has been missing for almost an entire day. I'm sure that an extra hour of your time will not go amiss. Mm. I have given you some of the information you require. The least you can do in return is spend an evening dining with me and understanding what it is I would like from you. Yes. I I think I could see my way to that. There's more information we need. Perhaps we could use this time to gather more. If we are, it seems that this this burgomaster is is a real a real terror for this town. We can't just wade into things and uh, upset the entire political structure of this town, turn it on its head, and expect things to go well for us. We need nuance. I agree with burgomaster. Yeah, well. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, where's Izzy? That's what I'm calling him now. <laughs> he was originally meant to meet up with you in the town square, but I might have forgotten. So you'll <laughs> and we did too. Yeah, you'll you'll meet up with him again. Don't worry about that. Um, but Fiona hears what you're saying, American, and she smiles. And you can and you're picking up that that is a genuine smile. And uh, and she says, "Great. Well, let's let's eat. And uh, if you've got any questions about Vlaki." I'm more than happy to answer them for you. And she she gets up and gestures towards the table. Lady Fiona, can can one of your uh, servant people just bring my food over to me here? I'm quite comfortable. Really not like to move. And she just uh, um, she, she looks down at you and, and just clears her throat and just like her eyes just shoot daggers towards you. If you're not wanting to eat, uh, Mr. Loris, then by all means remain here. Man, it feels like I've been scolded by my mother. All right, fine. <laughs> all right, so you're, you're all seated um, at the dinner table with uh, Lady Fiona uh, Vesta at the head of the table. Um, Loris, you've, you've planted yourself at the other <laughs> end of the table as well. Fantastic. Um, and the servants... I just um, it was the right place to go. go take the head of the table. That's, that's fine. It works. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad he got off off the couch. Yeah, it was a nearest yeah. seat, like all the other seats were taken. It was like, okay, cool, go here. <laughs> the um, there's uh, seated on this uh, table at this point um, is three dishes uh, with with like domes over the top, and a couple of the servants standing at um, on one side of the table, sort of near uh, Bill at this point. Um, and lady says, uh, first of all, I just want to thank you all for being here, um, to enjoy this with me tonight. Uh, please. And she just claps twice. 
and the servants sort of lean forward and lift the um, domes off the top of these uh, plates. And you've just got these kind of steamed vegetables taking up two um, of these plates. And in the middle is just this uh, really tough looking meat. Uh, it's red meat. It's just kind of tough. It looks like it's kind of been overcooked um, as well. Uh, Loris, you instantly recognize the kind of meat as wolf meat. That'll um, be mine. Thank you. <laughs> right um, in front of me. <laughs> and the servants just start uh, serving some of this food onto everybody's plates in front of them uh, and placing sort of utensils down uh, next to each seat. Except Loris, who has said, that'll be mine. <laughs> What's everyone else having? Again, the classic <laughs> uncle from the wedding. <laughs> the, the, the analogy is apt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, Bill, you guys Bill would is, appreciate. Um, sorry, Bill is uh, visibly uncomfortable at somebody serving him and is making like as much room as possible to let people like get food onto his plate and mm. like be, I, I guess, overly polite like, right. oh, th- thank you thank you very much I really appreciate that making like quite a big deal about them serving them uh, and they're actually um, almost uh, frustrated that you're doing that like, they're, they're just doing their job um, and they're kind of uh, seem a little put off by the fact that you're being overly polite uh, and they just continue serving and, and getting all the places uh, set and ready um and Lady Vishta says, oh, by all means, uh, feel free to start. Uh, don't worry about manners in this house. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Loris had well and truly started. He's had a yeah. fistful of meat. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and Fiona sort of looks up to the servants and says, we might need, uh, we might need more of the wolf meat. If you want to bring, uh, if we've got any more to spare for tonight, please bring it in. Um, um, is, there, is there wine or anything like that? Uh, yes, yes. There's, I'm, not asking that. I'm just... Yeah, there, there's also a, um, a glass in front of uh, of each of you, um, and, and uh, it's only a matter of time before someone comes in with a, a small, um, just like aluminium jug filled with wine and just slowly starts sort of pouring and topping up each of these glasses in front of you all. Mm-hmm. I'll put my hand over the top of my glass. Uh, yeah, and they, they sort of just um, nod their head and, and skip past you, Molly. Um, uh, not a fan of the uh, Barovian wine, uh, Captain Morley? I gave it up a long time ago. Not just Barovian, but uh, all wine. In fact, all liquor of, of any sort. I don't indulge. Oh, that's, that's, I thought it might, you might have just had certain standards. You Maybe, maybe you were uh, wanting the finest of the fine, but I, I understand. Oh, I'm not a man that demands the best of the best. You're thinking of uh, my good friend Loris here. As well as like, <laughs> if Loris has one, one glass, one... Uh... <laughs> that, was a, that was a great still for anyone who wanted to grab that. Just Dave. Anyway. Um, <laughs> as, they, as, as they're talking, I'm kind of like swirling the wine under my nose and giving it a good... Here comes the eminently drinkable. <laughs> now, you, you recognize it. Um, you recognize the wine as that sort of, mm. not the, the bottom, but the, uh, I was, I've forgotten the names myself now. It's not the lowest of the three wines that you've learned about. It is the second. Red Dragon Crush. Red Dragon Crush. That's the lowest one. Uh, the, it sounds kind of like an energy drink name, not a wine name. <laughs> Red Dragon <Right>. Crush! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Red Dragon Crush. You have excellent taste, my lady. Thank you. Oh. Uh, 
And she raises her glass and says, uh, please, if we could all just raise our, our glasses, I'd just like to make a toast uh, to, to for basically health, obviously, uh, for you and your dear friend. Um, and again, I just want to thank you all for being here tonight. And I'm sure by the end of tonight, we will uh, we will come to a mutual agreement on what does and doesn't need to be you know, with Isaac. <laughs> and she can takes I a... Just, yeah? can, can I do a, a surreptitious again? Uh, check on on the wine? Uh, yeah. Give me... What's a good a one? A for, um, what's a good check for that one? Let's go with... Investigation? Uh, yeah, let's just use investigation. Okay. And eight plus seven. Uh, Fifteen. Yep, you've seen you've seen this wine. Uh, you smell the smell of it and the uh, the aroma coming from it. You've you've experienced some of this wine from the the blue water in. It, it seems fine. Nothing's been added to it by that I can tell. Nothing right. that you can tell has Bottoms been added up. to it. <laughs> to you, um, Lady Fiona Lee. <laughs> yeah, uh, Molly. Lady Vester, thank you for having us at your table tonight. Uh, can I just ask, uh, this Isaac you mentioned before, a uh, bit of a troublemaker. Uh, are you uh, are you going to ask us to take care of Isaac? Is that what all this is about? Yeah, and, and she places her, her glass back down on the table um, and sort of just turns her attention to you, Morley. And she says... Straight, you want to cut straight to the chase, don't you, Morley? I like it. Look, I do have something I need from you, and it just happens to align with something you you want for yourself. I do need you to take care of Isaac for me. I need him. I need him gone. I'm not comfortable coming to an, uh, into a stranger's house, and that stranger telling me where. Uh, a beloved friend of ours is in exchange for murder. You see how that might be quite the stretch for us. No matter look, how horrible he may have been. Look, I, I've told you where we believe your friend to be. And the, and the psychopath that has taken her. If he happens to die while you are rescuing your friend, I'm sure... Um, uh, I'm not sure what I can say. It'll it'll benefit both of us. It's something that I'm sure uh, he won't be missed. Boris is just getting really edgy in his seat because he kind of wants to go smash this guy and he kind of pauses and thinks and he says, Lady V, if you tell us a bit more about how bad he is, I'm sure Morley will be keen to help. It's not, it's not just about how bad he is, Loris, but it does help that he has a, a violent history. Um, Morley, and she turns to you again. I'm going to be honest with you, Morley. I want the Burgomaster gone. I want him out of here, and I would like to take his place. The only way that this can occur is if Isaac is taken care of. Why don't we just take care of the Burgomaster, then? I don't understand. You've obviously got some political ambitions, Lady Isaac stands in the way of taking care of the Burgomaster, but without Isaac around, the Burgomaster can be easily taken care of. I'm not asking you to take care of the Burgomaster, just his henchmen. Deal. <laughs> can you uh, can you tell us a bit more about 
I mean, other than the obvious, but tell us more about this. I mean, we've observed some things in the town. I think it's all fair to say. Um, the people are not super happy. Um, can you tell us about uh, why you would want to um, take that seat? Well, Bill, I'm not sure if you've spent much time in here in Velaki, but you may be aware that there is a festival tomorrow. Yes. And are you aware that there was a festival only days ago? Yes, I thought that was strange. But and another festival just days before that. Every week, a festival purely to try and keep Strahd. This madman of a burgomaster thinks holding these ridiculous festivals will keep Strahd from, from the city. And... You say one word, you put one word out of place in regards to his stupid festivals and you are shamed and locked up in stocks for the rest of the town to see. Made an example of. The Burgomaster is a madman and he needs to go. He's anti-Strahd. Uh, yes, he is. He's incredibly anti-Strahd to the point where you can't even say his name. Why would a festival keep Strahd away? Precisely, it makes no sense. What are your views on Strahd? No fun, no Blinsky. And Fiona just looks at you, like, confused. What do you you mean? Well, is he trying to make this place more fun so that Blinsky doesn't show, you know, like the whole... That's a a trade name, isn't it? It doesn't have anything to do with Bocephalus. I I don't believe Blinsky has anything to do with the Burgomaster. Um, But... That, still around? that is a good segue into something else, uh, Baron. <laughs> That's what I meant to do. <laughs> Just, it's, uh, uh, we'll, we'll circle back around to that, I'm sure, in due time. Baron Lady out here playing. <laughs> Baron out here playing. Wait, sorry. <laughs> what was that? Sorry, American? I was saying Baron's out here playing 4D chess. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Molly. Galaxy brain, as they say. <laughs> uh, what's your view on Strahd, Lady Vester? Uh, the best way I can put it is I would rather... I would rather serve the devil than a madman. I would... I just want this town back to normal. I'm going to kick Bill under the table like that doesn't that raise any alarm bells for you that she's saying she'll willingly serve Strad is what I'm trying to convey to Bill look Strad. I know that the burgomaster here believes Strad to be this this tyrant but he's, he's at worst just a negligent landlord of Barovia well everyone else we've talked to made him out to be quite <coughs> the, the devil and what do you think how have your interactions with Strad been Fucking terrible. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't... He, 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 he's taken a, a friend of ours. Mm. And he's... he's Yeah, I mean... Strahd has taken a bad. friend of yours? He's going to marry her. He's, he does I mean, have a fascination he, with her. He's done, he's done the same thing Isaac's done, basically. Well, I mean, least, as far as you guys are aware, Strahd has not taken anybody. The only he's bitten her own. twice, but he's never taken yeah. her anywhere. Just so well, he's threatened to. Well, he must have taken her somewhere to bite her. Yeah, 
He's threatened. He's attacked and threatened, threatened a friend of ours. Then. Didn't he? Didn't he get the vampires to grab her off the wagon when we were running away from them at one point? They were trying to. He got Loris. Got Loris to, to do it. Yeah. Oh Loris right. Yeah. yeah. He's Loris directly attacked. Yeah. yeah he, he has tried to kidnap our friend. I mean, I guess you could argue he's a less effective Isaac. <laughs> <laughs> he's failed several times because of us. I'm sure. I'm sure he has his reasons. Have you spoken to Stride about this? Yes, and his reasons are bad. This morning, <laughs> and he's smug about it. He has no respect. He's all hooked up on some old, some old lady that died, and he thinks her spirit's gone into someone else, and then yada yada. Now he wants Irina. I think he's obsessed and dangerous. And, and he tried confused. to kill us as well. Mm, that that hasn't been a great way to. Make friends with us. He's tried to hurt us. And he brought us into this whole place and then probably stuck us in the death house. (laughs) Um, He's getting angrier and angrier, just trying to keep his cool, really not liking Lady Vesta's stance here. So you've got no interest in helping Velaki? No, if getting rid of Strahd will help Velaki, then absolutely. We're more than happy to help Velaki. That's kind of what we're here for. Well, you might be at a bit of an impasse here. For if you want to save your friend, you may need to deal with Isaac. And if you deal with Isaac, then you will be making it easier for me to take over as Burgomaster. How does one get sworn into the office of Burgomaster? Oh, it gets taken, Molly. What's the current Burgomaster's name? I can totally get you that. Um, it's name. Um, oh, you haven't met Vargas? Vargas. No, we've not. We've not yet had the pleasure. Yes, pleasure. He is a detestable man and a madman. You're not going to find much luck with that, imbecile. Well... What I can tell you, lady, is that we are going to get Irina back, and we are going to keep her safe from Strahd. And if we have to kill Isaac, then... I I don't know about your your allegiance or your your feelings towards Strahd, but it typically isn't advisable to make deals with devils. Typically. (laughs) <laughs> oh, Bill, you, you barely know Strahd. I know for a fact that you have barely even been upon these lands. I have lived here my entire life, and I have devoted a large section of my years to ensuring my safety with Strahd. And I merely want to bring that to the people of Velaki. Don't you want the people of Velaki to be safe, Bill? What is that? What is that? Uh, what does that entail? What what price does that safety take? Well, that price, dear Bill, will be Isaac's head. For you, I mean. Uh, what price is she having to pay? Yeah, yeah. She's devoted so many years of her life to ensuring she is safe from Strad. How? Yeah, right, right, right. Um, I haven't gone through the particulars with Strad at this point in time. But I know, thanks to the many uh, meetings with the man myself, that this is what he wants as well. Well, you know, the uh, the devil's always in the details. That's how they get you. 
Ooh, do you know anyone called Vasili? Uh, she just looks at you, Merrick, and goes, uh, no. Um, and we'll take your insight roll from before. Like, she's not telling you the truth on that one. Mm-hmm. This whole dinner is very tense. I can't even Maybe. enjoy my wolf meat at all. <laughs> May I be excused for a moment? I need to use the bathroom, Lady Vester. Ah, yes, please. Um, Ernst! And she sort of, like, calls out for Ernst. Um, and Ernst makes his appearance uh, at the doorway. Now, where about... I need to find the freaking bathroom for you. Um, mm-hmm. D- they d- don't have one. don't have bathrooms. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I think Ernst There's just... shit in the sink. <laughs> and this is where it all <laughs> comes <laughs> back around. Um... Uh, Ernst appears at the door and says, uh, yes, milady. Um, could you please show, uh, Morley to the bathroom? Uh, certainly, certainly. Morley, please come with me. Uh, and Ernst sort of takes you through the doorway, um, points up the stairs, uh, and sort of says, says to you, uh, it's just up there on the right. Now, uh, in the map, it's not. But I also know you don't want to go to the bathroom, so... You don't know me. <laughs> <laughs> this is my roleplay. Come right back. Good. Thank you. Uh, um, did you want me to put yeah. you upstairs? Yes, please. Yeah, that'd be good. It's like a running trope on Adventure Zone about how uh, on TV shows they never go to the bathroom. And even in these maps, they don't allow you... I know. To go. Um... All right, Molly, there's a, a hallway with a window uh, at each end uh, wrapping around this staircase railing. There's framed portraits and mirrors festooning the walls, surrounding you with judging looks and dark reflections. You hear something scratching at one of the many doors. How, how many doors are there? Uh, <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six doors, and a window sort of right in front of you there and one opposite you behind at your back. Holy shit. Okay. Is this going to be a repeat of Baron <laughs> opening chests in, cr- in crates? In a, <laughs> we never yeah, learn, do we? <laughs> um, can I listen Listen at the door with the scratching? Give me a perception check. Okay. Let's say 16 plus 1 is 17. Yeah, there's a... Um, it's coming from the door just to the south of where you are on the... Um, on the door to you on the left-hand side of this map here. So one up from where you currently are. Okay. Yeah, it's just coming from there. And what? And do I, like, does it sound like a heavy scratching? Does it sound like claws? Does it sound no, like it just person? sounds like just like a small scratching on the door, sort of down near the bottom of the door. Okay, I'm going to whisper, Irina, Irina, is that you? And there's just like a, a small kid's voice that comes back and she says, can little kitty come out to play? Little Kitty is sad and lonely and promises to be good this time. Really, she does. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> oh, that was lovely. Let's get out of here. <laughs> had a great night. Um, uh, okay, I'm definitely not going to that door. Um, can I... <laughs> do, the, do any of the doors have like enough of a gap underneath them that I could like get down and, and peer underneath and kind of see a little bit of what's in the room. Yeah, I mean this house isn't in the greatest um, state, so you could probably 
take a quick look under some of these doors if you if you wanted to. Yeah, I want to do that. I want to look under all of the doors. Sorry, I do. <laughs> I know that's painful, but <laughs> you can go back downstairs to the dinner if you want. No, no, that's that's fine. We'll sort of um, we'll go through a couple. You look under the door that's in front of you right now, so close to the top of the stairs on the left hand side. Um, you can't really see much from in there, but you do see. Um, the the feet of many cats kind of just walking around in, in, in there. They just look like little cat Man. paws that you can keep. So and they're sort of like running around and, and chasing each other in that room. Okay. Um, the uh, you want to look into the room that had the scratching? No, no. What? It's got a little cat on it. No, you've got to help the kid scratching at the door. I know. What? I know what's there. I know what's there. I'm trying, I'm trying to suss out what's in each room. Okay. Relay the information. Um, the, the door to the south of that room is, um, it just looks like, there's not much you can really take in. It looks like there might be a bed up against the, the far wall in that one. Um, on the right hand side of this area, you're just getting, it looks like there's just a bunch of bedrooms behind most of these doors. Okay. Um, and the very, and the door to the very south, sort of, uh, the southernmost door there, um, it's just completely black behind that door. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know how you want to play this, but I want to break into the quietest looking room with some thieves tools or try and get in the, in the door somehow to have a snoop around. There's probably, there's probably like two rooms that are the quiet. I mean, they're all pretty quiet to be honest. Um, where did you just take your I, character? I, I've got some problem with my scrolling and like, I've gone like off the map or something. All right. Where I am. Uh, I'm on like I'll, put, I'll put you back. There you go. Thank you. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a, all of them are quiet except for those two, uh, one that had the cats in it uh, and the one that had like a small child in it. All of the other rooms don't seem to have anybody in them. Fuck it, I'm going in the cat room. You're going into the cat room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, oh, God. Yeah, are you, are you just bursting in? What are you, How are you going in? I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of like, I want is it locked? Yeah, first of all, is it locked? It's not. It's not locked at all. Oh, okay. I'm just going to kind of open it a smidgen and then have a better look into ass- assess that it is just cats. Oh, at, look, I'm going to I'm gonna retract that. I just hate, took a look. You go to open, push the door, and it does, this double door to this room do seem to be locked. I'm going to delete that from the podcast, and it just makes it sound like I was right <laughs> straight away. <laughs> <laughs> so this, this door does seem to be locked. Oh, okay. Well, I want to pick the lock if I can. Yeah, okay. Um, give us a um, a roll of your thieves' tools. Have you got that all set up? Uh, no, I don't, don't know that I do. Have you got... It's D20 plus your dex modifier. Yeah, there you go. It's the same as your sleight of hand check, I think. Yeah, I think you can just click oh, no, on... Oh, no, I do. I do. I do have it. I you can just click it. on thieves' it tools. Oh, not doing anything for me, so it can't... Okay, just give us a D20 plus your dex. Okay. And proficiency, right? Yeah. Isn't that a child? Oh, that's a 19 with my D20. Nice. Plus two. Yeah. Plus your proficiency. But so yeah, sweet. That's great. Yeah, you managed to you managed to um you spend like like five seconds, just easy, just like getting your tools out, break and just click the lock. You're in. Um so you push the door open slowly. Uh, and this room is just crawling with cats. Uh, there's bookshelves that hug the walls, but most of the shelves are completely bare. There's other furnishings, including a desk, a chair, a table, and a wine cabinet. Uh, and the room has this kind of irregular shape to it. And none of its angles seem quite right, as though the shifting of the house has set the whole place 
on edge. Are there any drawers or papers that I can look at? Um, there's a like a selection of books on the shelves that you could probably um, flick through. But like I said, the majority of the stuff is empty. The desk contains blank pieces of parchment, uh, quill pens, jars of ink, some wax candles, and a wax seal. Um, but other than that, and some books on the uh, on one section of the um, shelving. That's kind of it. Okay. I'm, uh, I'm thinking they're going to get suspicious if I'm up here too much longer. So I'm going to pocket the wax seal or the thing that makes the seal in case mm -hmm. we need to kind of forge a letter from okay. Lady Lady Vashta at any point. Yeah, I'm great. I'm going to make my way out. I'm going to... Can I? Can you use these tools to relock a door? I don't know if you... Can you? I thought it was all yeah, about... Like, all, all, no, all they do is move the, me the mechanism. So you must oh, be you able to just... reverse what you... Yeah. You must be able to reverse what you've done with a with thieves tool, surely. So it's like too good picks. enough. If you're good enough to do it, I think a lock pick is to pick a lock, not to lock a lock, right? But don't they just move the picking is not just move. It's not just unlocking. Oh, uh, because you've got to turn the mechanism and everything, right? So yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, sure. We'll we'll utilize your role to, to basically put the door right. back how it was. Thank you. Okay, I'm gonna come back downstairs and sort of act like I've. Done it is, Mark. <laughs> yeah. Just return to the just return to the table. Okay, great. Um, and um, Isaac is waiting, sort of still at the bottom of the stairs. Um, oh, sorry, so not Isaac. Ernst. Ernst. Sorry, not Isaac. Jesus, that would be terrifying. It could have been a while. <laughs> uh, Baron. Um, yeah. While Morley is away, um, American's sitting next to me. Right. So I'm just gonna, while other people are chatting. Just gonna try and whisper. What do you say we um, follow along with her plan? I was thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> She's the only lead we've got. I was gonna pipe up. Okay. Um. Uh, and now that now that the hothead Morley's gone, he's he's is a little too close to the situation. I think we could see a way to making this work. I mean, mutual goals. It's not like we haven't murdered many people before in the past. Let's not. Maybe. Give me so many people. So you you you're actively going to try and deceive her? Um, I'm not actually deceiving. I am actually just trying to say we uh can go along with your deal. We'll see. Yeah, but do you want like? Oh, do you? The, the idea is: Are you just saying it, or are you telling me that your character wants to go along with it? That's a good question. I don't actually. Yeah, you're right. It would be deceptive, wouldn't it? Because. Mm. Um, I'll help. Because <laughs> yeah, you're like nodding and look a little bit murder hungry because I'm not like wanting to actually commit to becoming a, a murder for hire type situation. Right. But yeah, we so may actually kill him. So, I mean, it's not out of the question. So, I don't think it's a wild, yeah. wild exaggeration to say that. Especially we're given that I've already said we'd do it before Morley even left the room. And it's <laughs> kind of like. Um, we'll do anything to get Irina back, so it's not Reagan. beyond the scope of what has happened. Yeah, well, give me, I still want to get a deception roll with um, okay. advantage since Shannon, uh, the Baron is playing along. Okay, I should have gotten Baron to say the thing, but I'll do it with my. I like the Americans one. trying to do a, um, a charisma thing. It's great. So I rolled nice. an eighteen minus one. That's pretty great. Nice. Yeah. Okay. She. She's. She's all ears. Um, right, Brian? What's that? 
right? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't sound unreasonable. He's an evil man. I mean, among many. Yes, uh, that's exactly right, Baron. Now, but I'm worried about Bill here. Bill, what say you? And she turns to you and just cons- and just like uh, narrows her eyes as she looks at you. Well, we have to do what it takes to get Irina back. And she starts nodding. So we have an agreement? How will you convince your hot-headed friend to go along with this? Just leave him on the couch. Oh, Morley. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we won't I mean, need to convince Loris to go along with it. He's practically chomping at the bit. If, if anybody is has... Is on a wolf bone, yeah. <laughs> if anybody... There's nobody who wants Irina back more than more than the captain. So, um, while the methods we may not agree with, we we will have to um, deal with um, Isaac one way or another. Yes, I'm not sure quite uh, the best way to go about it. To be honest, uh, you could always head directly to the Burgomaster's mansion and see if you can sneak in and take care of Isaac and and rescue, hopefully, your friend. Or you could lay in wait for him tomorrow at the festival. There's definitely many different ways to go about this. Oh, I, uh, I like a good ambush. <laughs> how um, how heavily guarded is the Burgermaster's home? It's relatively uh, guarded for the most part, but I'm sure the Burgermaster has been waiting to have an audience with you, like myself. I would be careful though i don't quite know what they've been doing over there at at, uh, the burgomaster's mansion we have been seeing well uh ernst has let me know that he has seen purple flashes of light emanating from the attic of that place and i'm not quite sure what that could be i think by this point yeah morley morley heads back now I um I do want to ask though I'm I'm very concerned about what this Isaac's intent with Irina is. It's very disturbing to me. Also, that noise is terrifying. Yeah, sounds sorry. like there's a demon in the attic. It's <laughs> my demon dog. Dog snoring. Oh, that's that's brilliant. brilliant. Yeah, like a child slash chicken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's basically what he is. <laughs> um. So, so what? What would you? You wanted to know what Isaac wanted from Irina? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm very I, concerned. I'm afraid I, I'm not the one to. Exp- I, I couldn't tell you. Well, we, what's he done that's been psychopathic in the past? What kind of? I'm sure you could hazard a guess as to his intent. Okay. Well, when he was younger, I told you about him losing his arm, right? He was mm-hmm. bullied incessantly because of the lost limb, and uh, one day. He showed up with that demon arm attached to him and he murdered every last child that had wronged him. He has continued that torment should anybody look at him askew thanks to that arm. He finds a way to remove from Velaki. Oh, so he's a child murderer. He's a child himself. He was a child at the time. Still, and they, and they bullied him incessantly. It was like, is he a Boris child that's a murderer? Now, he's a child murderer. He's a child murderer. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a child murderer. 
a child and a murderer and a murderer of children. Yeah, He's a double uh, child murderer. If you try it as an adult, I won't be surprised. But now this is where we circle back to Blinsky, Baron. Oh, now, no Isaac, Isaac, well, maybe Ernst, maybe can you tell us what you've <laughs> seen of Isaac and Blinsky? He goes, yeah, certainly. Uh, Isaac is known to obtain many, many toys from Blinsky. He goes in there easily once every, maybe week, maybe twice every fortnight. And uh, makes an order for a small dole. This dole is almost the same every time. They're quite strange. But if you know Blinsky's doles, you do know that they are all a little off. But there is one similarity for each of these doles that I have seen Isaac remove from Blinsky's offices. And that is a... They're all women. All of these doles are women. They're all... Uh, long brown hair, and they all have, from what I have seen, brown eyes. They all vary and are slightly off in many numerous ways, but Ew. every time. They're not life size, are they? No, no, oh. that would be kind of creepy. I mean, this is creepy anyway, but these are all relatively small dolls. Blinsky deals in relatively small toys. Uh, oh. Maybe, you know, maybe, maybe a foot in length, these dolls. But all of How them. How old is he? Surely too old for such thing. How old is Isaac? Oh, yeah. he's uh, he's in his thirties, I believe. Oh. Uh, yeah. Uh, Molly at this point just lets out a, a huge sneeze, like a. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. Mm, sorry, my allergies are playing up. But the only thing I'm really allergic to is is cats. I haven't seen any of those around. <laughs> Give me a deception <laughs> roll, please. Uh, it's a six plus eight, 14. Okay, you needed that. You needed that plus eight. That's good. Um, uh, Lady Vesta um, sort of looks in your direction, uh, Morley, and says, Oh, that is strange. We do have a few cats on the premises, but we don't let them down here. You must have... Did you not... None of them have uh, gotten out of the library, have they? While you're up in the bathroom? I, I wouldn't know. Sorry. <laughs> oh, that is odd. Ernst, can you get one of the cleaners up there as soon as you can, please? And um, Ernst just nods and, and uh, excuses himself from the room. Mm. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> what now? Um, How have we been with this delightful lady? Um, I think... What we can do, we can wrap up this this meal, I guess, over this con the um, the conversation that's been had has happened over the duration of maybe an hour. It's probably seven seven o'clock uh, by this point, as as you've all learned the things that you've learned. Um, and I've got one. Oh, just I know you go. We end, got one question about this burgomaster. What kind of people work for him? Like, do they have other jobs out there? Like, can they be lured away from his mansion or? Uh, the burgomaster runs the, the town, obviously, so the town guard uh, all working for him. Is that what you mean? Yeah, so the the town guard, they're not like guards and firefighters or something like that? Or... No, 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 we've got the... He, he runs the, the 
the Burgomaster states the laws, and the town guard looks looks after that. Uh, and then he's got his his right hand man, Isaac. Uh, his wife, uh, I guess you might say she works for him, but it's his wife. Who? What, what's his wife's name? Uh, yep. Lady <laughs> <laughs> uh, Vargas. <laughs> Vargas was his first name. Um, Let's see if we got her name here somewhere. Vargas. Was it Vargas or Vargas? Are we changing the visa earlier? Oh, Lydia. Lydia is her name. Oh, Lydia. Have you met Lydia? Tattooed <laughs> <laughs> <it> lady? <clears throat> Sorry. This, this dinner is so <laughs> stressful. This dinner is like... It's the worst. It's like the most political, stressful, um, usurping well, I'm just political make it, scheme. I'm just going to make it a little more awkward. Um, Lady uh, Fiona Vesta turns to you, Morley. Says, while you are out, Morley, it seems your friends have come around to the, uh, the idea of helping me out. What? You? Oh my god, they're evil we we needed to dis- I can't believe this. You're sympathizing with Strahd now, with old Wetchter over here. Come Wetchter. Do, do you want Irina back or not, Chan? <laughs> of course oh, I want Irina back. But well, I don't want to well, essentially for us to get Irina back, we need to obviously get her back from Isaac. See I don't picture. disagree. But what I have a problem with is being contracted as political assassins, and nobody else at this table seems to have a problem with that. Morley's going to, excuse me, I'm going to get up and walk to the door. I've had enough. Is he taking some, like a doggy bag? <laughs> I will just can can I just grab some of this wolf meat that we grabbed. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Lady Vishta, thank you very much for your hospitality. He's um, not going to be a problem, is he? He won't be a problem. He'll be fine. He just needs to calm down and understand that we're going to get his girl back. So it's all good. Oh, it's his girl. Well, he think he likes. Oh, that to is think interesting. So. He likes to think so. I think he and Strad are probably going to have some arguments about it at some point. Well, I uh, I do have one last thing for you, and it's a shame. Well, it's probably actually a, a benefit that uh, Morley isn't here to receive this. Now that I think about it, Ernst, can you please bring the invitations? Um, and Ernst uh, takes a few minutes. He seems to be getting getting something out of one of the rooms um, on the other side of the, the house. And he comes in and he's holding um, five, like, uh, envelopes. And he brings them, uh, he stands sort of next to uh, Lady Vesta and slides one of these envelopes over to you, Bill. Uh, places another in front of Mirakin, another in front of the Baron, and one in front of Loris. Um, and says... Uh, should I just give Morley's one to you, Mirakin, or should I go out and hand it to him myself? Oh, don't, don't bother him. I wouldn't him. do that. Um, now I've got to get some, uh, i got to get this thing. Oh, would have been good if I had it ready. Oh, be- okay, guys, do we reckon it's the invitation to Strad's wedding or what? <laughs> That's what I'm oh, thinking. Very what do you exciting. reckon? It's I'm just not a sure. safe date. <laughs> I'm not What's sure if Morley wants to go. So what you see in front of you is, is like, American. you see this envelope and it's got um, a wax seal over it and it's got Strad's uh, seal <gasps> Gasp. placed into that. Um, 
into the wax itself. Uh, uh, you're welcome. You're welcome to open it. I will. You first. <laughs> oh, foley effects. I love it. Um, do you want to read that out, Mirakin? Okay. Oh, it's in cursive. It's the curse of Strad again. My friends, know that it is I who have brought you to this land, my home, and know that I alone can release you from it. I bid you dine at my castle so that we can meet in civilized surroundings. Your passage here will be a safe one. I await your arrival. It's from Strad. He's invited us over. Yeah, Morley's not going to be down with this. Do you think he needs before six? <laughs> oh, he didn't put a, didn't put a time no on it. Time. Like, he didn't give us a time or oh. a day. Like, what, what, what concerns what, me is it, it's easy already your passage here will be a safe one, but nothing about nothing about being there on or the passage way away. It seems you must yeah. have impressed him to get an invite as such. Oh, what's he playing at? I'm about to make an impression on him there. Oh, why? Well, we we probably. Best be off to to talk to Morley. Lady Vesta, thank you very much for your wonderful hospitality. I've not had wolf meat before, but it was great. And she stands, yeah. she stands, sort of like pulls her chair out and stands up. She says, No, it should be me thanking you for for hearing my my offer. And thank you for taking it on. Mm, uh, don't together, worry about Isaac, we, we'll we'll get him. Together we will make Valaki a safer place. Getting Dicey is an independent podcast, so your support means the earth to us. Check out our Twitter at Getting Dicey for links to our live stream and how you can support us further. We live stream once a week, so come check out the costumes, overlays, and filters that we use to help make watching that little more exciting. Uh, we also have a link to our Discord, so you can come chat to us and each other about D&D and what's happening in the campaign. Uh, lastly, if you're liking what we're doing, we'd appreciate that you rate and review us on iTunes. Every little bit of support helps.